In the world of Hollywood, movies get greenlit and redlit. They get remade and rebooted. But we are the ideal. I'm Sam Gash, and you are listening to Ideal Remake. Thank you for listening to Ideal Remake. We take movies that either have been, will be, or should be remade and talk about what the ideal version of that remake would be. Now, what are we doing for today's episode? The 50th episode? Why, listener, I thought you'd never ask. You see, these aliens from outer space want to make us slaves in their theme park. And what do we care? They're little, so we challenge them to a basketball game. But then they show up and they ain't so little. They're huge! (laughs) We need to beat these guys because they're talking about slavery. They'll make us do stand-up. The same jokes every night for all eternity. We're going to be locked up like wild animals and then trotted out to perform before a bunch of lowbrow, bug-eyed, bad-headed, humor-challenged aliens. And what I'm trying to say is, I need help! And for that help, I'm building up an all-star podcast team. We've got Zach Luna, Meredith Hackman, and Diane Bloom, who accidentally sat in that order. (laughs) (laughs) Now, friends, is Space Jam a movie that has been, will be, or should be remade? Yeah? I think that's a gimme, right? Will be is a gimme? Will be, sure. (laughs) I'm going to say has been, just because I said I'd say the wrong thing to fuck the podcast up. You did say that. (laughs) Okay, great. Diane, what do you think? I'm going to say it shouldn't be remade, but they are remaking it anyway. Ah, got it. Okay. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Told you it was a long intro. (laughs) That was worth it. I'm glad I got to witness that, like, in person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Anyone who didn't get to see it and only gets to hear it is really missing out. I agree. And, uh, frankly, fuck those guys. (laughs) Yeah, fuck those guys. (laughs) So, before we uh, dive too deep in, let's have you all introduce yourselves. That way we kind of know whose voice sounds like what. And let's go with Zach. Okay, hi. I'm Zach Luna from uh, Spider-Man Minute podcast about Spider-Man. I sound like this. I'm Meredith Hackman. I sound like this sometimes. Sometimes I get angry. (laughs) (laughs) Can confirm. (laughs) I'm Diane Bloom. I sound like this all the time, even when I'm angry. Ooh, Ooh. scary. (laughs) That's her her secret cap. She always sounds like this. (laughs) All right, awesome. So... When was the first time you guys saw Space Jam? Oh, God. When did this movie come out? 96. 96. Before R. Kelly was problematic. Right. Correct. Right. Because R. Kelly is very present in this movie. Very. four times present in this movie. Mm -hmm. And it's the same song every time. It's not like they change it. It's a great song. And it makes sense because I didn't even realize that the dad goes, what are you going to do after you do basketball and baseball? Yeah. Fly? And he's like, oh, I can Fly. And then they yeah. pay that off in the climax of the movie. Oh, okay. I was like, All right. they're really using the song correctly. Yeah. Yeah, see, I never saw Space Jam until I saw it with Sam for this podcast. Oh, wow. What so, are you saying? So I think I actually blocked out half the R. Kelly songs. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Yeah. To be fair, it's the same song, just different parts of the song. Right, but I, but literally, I was like, "Oh, they played. I can be. I believe I can fly." That's R. Kelly, right? And that's I heard it once. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. It's. Uh, Whenever I hear that R. Kelly song, I think of this movie because part of the reason I, I picked this movie for the 50th episode, because I was having a conversation with a lot of people like, what do I do for episode 50? What do I do for episode 50? Yeah, I'd love to hear the thought process here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My guests often bring in this movie that they really, really liked when they were kids. That doesn't necessarily hold up. Mm. And I was like, well, that's not fair if only my guests do that. (laughs) I should do that, too. Oh, I see. I had a Space Jam poster up in my room for most of my youth. That's awesome. Sexy. I love this movie. It's (laughs) ridiculous. I saw this in theaters when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I probably was like six or something. I mean, it was like... 
I was right in the target demo, oh, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. and and I didn't question it at all. And I don't. I think I saw it a bunch when I was in around that age, and then I didn't see it again until like college. And then I saw it in college, and I was like, "What is wrong with this movie? <laughs> this movie's really? bad." Yeah, Sp- Space Jam for me at least. I was like, "Well, I don't need to see it because I saw the commercial." And then I was like, I don't need to see it because I saw the Larry Bird commercial and I saw the Nike commercial with Bugs Bunny. And then I was like, oh, and this is why they sell Air Jordans on Saturdays now. Because they used yeah. to release them on Wednesdays, mm. but everyone cut school. Mm. Wow. So they released a special Air Jordans for Space Jam. Wow. So we need to take a step back because you said this while we were watching the movie. A movie you'd never seen before and said a bunch of things that I had no idea. So you saw the original commercial. So... Space Jam, Meredith, already is a remake. What? No, I was right! You what? Are. Check me out. <laughs> so tell us the story, Dan. So Space Jam was a commercial. It was a Nike commercial with Bugs Bunny and Michael, Michael Jordan. And it was about a two and a half, whatever, minute and a half matter. commercial, whatever. It was a really long Fact commercial. Check. It was a long commercial. And it was Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan playing basketball. Oh and it was an ad for Nike. Against uh, Marvin Martian and like the... like. Stereotypical, like, aliens that Marvin Martian used to make. Like, the weird bird face, giant green boots. Yeah. Jamming in space. Jamming in space. Okay. And so, it's... Because Marvin stole all the world's sneakers. Yes. And so they were playing basketball to win them back. Wow. Wow. And that's the commercial. So this is like the Geico Cavemen TV show, but plus. Sort of, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then, to make it even like more meta, Larry yeah. Bird and Michael Jordan were also in a series of commercials where they one-upped each other on a game of horse. I remember that. So they were like, I can throw this further than you. And they were like, over the McDonald's, over the this, over the Nike store, into uh. the, you know, I mean, it was like a whole series of just commercials where they were just throwing the ball over and over and over and over and beyond things. Wow. So the reason Larry Bird's in the movie is because he was also in a commercial with Michael Jordan. So this is a perfect movie, is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to do any product placement whatsoever because it was a giant product placement thing anyway. So it's like that so thing brilliant. where somebody like makes a short film, like uh, Lights Out or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they like get a deal to turn that into a motion picture. Yeah. And, and like, it doesn't work because there's not enough material. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. that, but from a, a literal shoe commercial. Yep. Yes. Wait, okay. are you saying there's not enough material in this? <laughs> in this 88 minute movie did you know like half I'm of this movie I'm saying it felt a little stressed stretched half of it well it's like 40% maybe but I checked when like basketball starts in the movie uh-huh. and then like how much of the movie is like just them playing the basketball game and it's more than a third it's just the basketball I game I like the golf game definitely act three right yes yeah. like act one is uh, we're in a world we don't understand act two like act two is like five minutes long yeah yeah, yeah. we're practicing and then it's just it's a really long basketball it's a game long basketball game the thing that kind of indicated to me oh we're in for something now is when we're sitting down like to watch this movie and the opening credits are like five minutes long (laughs) (laughs) and And i swear there's two songs (laughs) yes and if your credits have to be that long that means you're already stretching for runtime yeah this is wild i I thought this movie held up completely (laughs) (laughs) I i was like 88 minutes what more do i need in a movie this had this like had bits for days like every moment meant something I was in it. I am shocked. I mean, it's no Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is no, the same movie, yeah, but better. Yeah. But it was perfect. It's a bizarre cultural artifact, yeah. this yes. movie. Yes. And it, and it brings with it a bunch of bizarre cultural artifacts. Because mm. yes. 
I'm sure everyone here has heard, like, because I didn't know the thing about the commercial, but going back and watching that commercial, you're like, oh man, the 90s. Yeah. But then, Space Jam is one of those things that keeps coming up in weird YouTube videos I watch where they talk about, like, the 90s and how the website for Space Jam is still up, Mm. and it's the exact same website it was when they released it in 1996. So it's a 1996 website that's still active in 2019 and has never changed. It's a fossil. It is a fossil. A living fossil. Perfect. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the, I, th- I had a thought as I was watching it when it came to like trying to plot out versions of remaking this modern day. There's so much about Space Jam that is so intrinsically the '90s, mm-hmm. like j- like just the fact that you could greenlight a movie about Michael Jordan playing basketball with Bugs Bunny, right? Like you have to have somebody that's as famous as Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. but like for playing basketball, and, like, obviously they're fam- every, like, famous basketball players exist, but nobody's as famous as Michael Jordan was. Right. You know? Like, that, that we could just, like, bend the fabric of reality around the idea of, like, the Looney Tunes have to, I don't know, win a basketball game, and they need <laughs> help. Like, how do you do that? Again, Where are all of your childhoods? The There's so much irony here, and I just, <laughs> I just want you guys to reach into your inner child and connect with that. Just like really, I, mean, I, I love this movie. Okay, <laughs> the thing I found interesting was they also sort of took time of Michael Jordan's life that was really like sort of fraught with conflict as so, a part of the movie. Yeah, so yeah. like he retires from basketball to go play baseball. Everyone was just like, "Why would you do that? You're at the height of your basketball prowess. You're really amazing, and you're going to go play baseball." And at the same time, it's he's also Michael Jordan, like Zach says. So he's like, I'm going to go play professional baseball now. No. And, and like, no. no one said no. No one stopped him. Well, I looked this up because I was like, I don't remember the baseball period, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So he played in the minor leagues for a season. And he apparently was really bad that first game. Like, everyone came out because it was Michael Jordan. And then they, like, didn't come back. And as the games progressed, he got really good. He was, be- like, people were looking at him to play outfielder for the White Sox professionally. What? Really? Yeah. So he, like, just kept getting better. And then he just went back to basketball because it was, like, that was what popular opinion kind of forced him to do. Or there might be some kind of CD underground. It was a very long article. But... <laughs> I heard, like, conspiracy theories. Yeah. That it was about, like, gambling debts and stuff. And that, like, really? that he had to be forced out of basketball as like a punishment they couldn't like officially like i don't know like the the man gambled a lot and like there was organized crime or something of all i don't know wow, wow. Yeah. but the, I the didn't know that. baseball yeah. part of it apparently he showed up like every day because he was like i'm not good enough i haven't played baseball since freaking high school and he just like worked and then was like as good as everybody else who'd been playing professionally for a million years even though he was like too old and too everything but he like got to their level He's Michael Damn. Jordan. He's Michael fucking Jordan. He's Michael fucking Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who cares if he has gambling debts? Like, we're America. We all have gambling debts. I mean, mostly the state, but... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any of that. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to keep reading, and then I'll text you later with, like, what the real deal is. Good. It's good. probably the mafia. Probably. The... I, <laughs> I have a weird Space Jam story that actually Zach is involved in, and I don't know if he remembers this. I definitely don't. Keep going. So... After moving to LA, we kind of like found friend groups of people we went used to go to. Co- Zach and I went to the same college, and so we have like some people who went to the same school as us, or and like kind of their tangential friends. It wasn't her, just the two of you there, right? I can either confirm or deny that. <laughs> uh, but very we low differ- acceptance rate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's popular. Yeah. <laughs> Harvard of the West, guys. <laughs> and so for like. Three or four years, probably five years, we did, like, Secret Santa. 
And every other year, I got someone who didn't know me at all. So it was just like, one, like friend of a friend, but mm. in the same like group. Yeah. And the first year that happened, I got given weird socks, so like bacon socks and like star socks mm. and a copy of Space Jam. That's freaking awesome! Wow, wow. Who gave you Space Jam? I can't remember her name. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> was that the copy we watched? No. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have two copies of Space Jam. I, I gave the other copy. I gave the copy she gave me away because the co- because that was like kind of the Target copy. And my oh. copy is like the deluxe edition um, with the super special features and all that. Oh, Which don't wow. work anymore because I have to go into a CD-ROM. No! <laughs> yeah, at the end of the movie it was like, and now put it into the CD-ROM for all the special features. Uh, and I'm just going, who has that anymore? God. I did I when a, I was a kid. I don't remember them at all, but I did when I was a kid. I had kid. a Fast and Furious DVD like that when I was younger. It was the first DVD I ever owned because I went to a Mitsubishi dealership with my dad because he was trying to, like, I don't know, do something. And I was wandering around looking at cars just in the showroom while my dad was talking to, like, people. I don't know. And, like, a, a car salesman guy came up to me. He was like, how you doing, sport? You like all these, like, cool cars? I'm like, I guess they're all right. And, and he, like, opened the trunk of, like, a, Hop in, a Mitsubishi slam. Eclipse or something. And he pulled it. There was, like, stacks of Fast and Furious DVDs. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so he pulled, yeah, it's like a showroom model of this, like, sports car. Mm-hmm. And he pulled out a Fast and Furious DVD. And he's like, here you go, kid. Have a good one. And I'm like, I'm not, like, really a kid at this point, but, like, thank you, I guess. And I went home, and it was the first DVD I'd ever owned. We didn't have a DVD player. So I had to play it in my dad's, like, computer, because his, like, yeah. his uh, yeah. the, the desktop computer had a, a, a DVD CD-ROM drive. That's amazing. Yeah, and so and then they had that same thing, where I could watch the movie on one disc, but the special features were on another. I have a funny story about that. Oh, boy. Okay, so one of the first jobs I ever had was at a bookstore, and one and it sold it was borders before it went out of business oh yeah so way back when and one of the first things we had at borders was we had dvds well one of the first dvd one of the things we got with us was matrix dvd <gasps> and the matrix dvd had a lot of special features on there that only could be played in a computer oh my God. but the other thing was you couldn't play it on a cheap ass dvd that you got from walmart because they <laughs> couldn't play dvds with special features so oh. we sold a shit ton of the matrix dvds and then, like, two days later, they all started coming back. <laughs> oh, my God. And we were like, the DVDs are not defective. Your DVD player sucks. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. That's so it was, like, amazing. this huge, big thing. And then they had to, like, reissue, not reissue them, mm. but put a sticker on them that says, this can only be played in this kind of DVD. Wow. Because wow. it was, like, one of the first ones to have all of this stuff, and everyone wanted the Matrix DVD. We've lived through some really dumb technology. And I, I know, say, right? <laughs> if you want to hear more people talking about the Matrix, listen to the first episode that Meredith was a guest on with oh. our friend Laser, where we remade the Matrix. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Spectacular. So, well done. Yeah, thank you. That was a nice <laughs> sort of, like, circle thing. That said, what was your first DVD that you ever owned? Because if Zax was Fast, Fast and, and Furious... furious yeah. Do we remember? It's like your I first CD. The first oh, CD I ever bought was Ashley Simpson Pieces of Me. Because oh, nice. I was just Amazing. like, she gets it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not remember the first DVD I ever owned. Oh, man. I don't remember the first DVD I ever owned. It must have, you know, actually, I do. Because hmm. my mom got it for me. It was Brideshead Revisited with Jeremy Irons in it because I love Jeremy Irons. Whoa. I was such a dork. <laughs> Deep cut. Wow. Hold on. I don't know if you've ever co- uh, recorded this on the podcast, but I feel like Zach and Meredith will appreciate this. Diane, what's the first movie you ever saw? Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How, at what age? Three. Oh, <laughs> why? <laughs> my, parents, my parents couldn't get a 
babysitter, so they took me with. Oh, so you in the theater? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in the not in the theater, but you know, obviously like a re-release or something at oh some point. Oh my god! But you know, like there I am, like I was that three-year-old in the movie theater going. Right. <gasps> <laughs> oh but you were into it. I was totally into it. That's so great. Like I never saw Bambi. I never saw any of those things. <laughs> And when I finally saw Bambi, I was like, so? Yeah. So what? So clockwork orange. You could have ultraviolet in this. You could have the eyes. Get out of here. Like that. They broke you early. Oh yeah, they did. Wow, that shaped you for the rest of your life. That's so great. The, speaking of things that shape you for the rest of your life, like I remember my first CD and I remember my first DVD. Okay. My first CD was, CD was given to me for my birthday. And I remember being really upset because I'm like, I don't care about music. I don't want this. <laughs> and it was Weird Al's Running With Scissors. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, wow. And nice. And so it took me like a year and a half to finally listen to it. When I finally listened to it, I was like, oh, this is great. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> you really get me, Dad. Wow. This, was, this was a good choice. How dare you have good taste, Father? <laughs> how, how dare you? Mm. <laughs> Can I say, this is a, I'm really not this horny, but I saw Weird Al in person, and he's hot. He is way hot. He's way hot. He's way hot. Like, he's, like, it's all a bit. It's, it's all, all a bit. bit. I was just like, Damn, we're out. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah, it's weird. I saw one like skit he did where he like purposefully did his hair not all like crazy or whatever, and mm-hmm. like strong cheekbones, strong jaw on that yeah. man. Like he's a good looking dude. Shoulders going. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a guy who has survived in the music scene for fifty years, forty yeah. years, yeah. and that is a scene that will cut you down. Yeah, isn't there like a parody song he won't do anymore? Uh, I think he doesn't do fat anymore. Yeah. 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 On account of the Michael Jackson of it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds... I mean, with, <laughs> how we st- do we start in terms of remaking this with like, what do we do this better than R. Kelly or what do we start with? Like the way I think we need to start this is I think we're going to end up blending it with the casting section sure. because part of my remake is tied into yeah, who totally. I have for casting. It has okay, to be. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like we also, because one of the things that I messaged to all of you was, the basic concept of this movie is some sports dude gets pulled into the world of Looney Tunes to help them do a sports and save and save Looney Land. Yes. Do a sports, save Looney Land. Do a sports, save Looney Land. Put and that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> do a sports, save Looney Land. Space Jam. <laughs> I would buy that. Um, None of us are athletes, right? No. That's the vibe no. I'm getting. Okay, great. great. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's my favorite part of this episode. Uh, and but the thing is, is that it, I don't think it needs to be the Looney Tunes. I don't think it needs to be basketball. I'm okay with being Looney Tunes just because that's kind of a, a, a language. Obviously, we cut out Pepe Le Pew because that's not okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of want to go like, what's the sport that you think would be most fun to watch? be done with cartoons oh okay because i have a pitch but i, I want to hear what you but it's tied into the person yes. yeah it's tied, into the person. it's tied so into the person are you okay starting to talk about then, that let's th- then you're right let's talk about the person first okay. okay can i really quickly sidebar yes and say r kelly's music is not the only music in this and there's also an amazing call song called space jam which was the first song that i ever choreographed a dance to Oh my god! And I'm happy that's to sing so cool. it. If you no, it's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Oh, you can sing. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. Yeah. is that the one? Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. my god! Slam just... jam. <laughs> Space jam. Everybody get up! It's time to slam now. Yeah, let's keep we that. We got a real jam. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that song is uh, permanent. <laughs> yeah, permanent. I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. That song is going nowhere, or Perfect. I will leave this. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to keep 100. percent okay. We're all on board. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so do who who wants to talk about their athlete first? 
Well, I'm going to I'm just going to posit a thought first. Okay. Go for I think it. an essential part in choosing this athlete is that it does have to be based in the reality of this person is no longer playing that sport. There's a real good chance you and I pick the same person because I agree. Excited. Let's find out. I 100 agree. Uh, See, and I ignored that whole point. Whatever, whatever. That whole plot. We'll point. find out. Well, because yeah. it's a central plot point, and I guess you can like create a universe. You can say LeBron is playing baseball or whatever, but we're not buying it. We know what's real, and I think this is the reason why this, yeah, this, why the LeBron remake of Space Jam has been in development for so long because I think it's honestly taking them a while to come up with the plot. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that this movie, like, if if it's not grounded in reality, then what are we even talking about? Okay. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Sure, that's the essential thing of Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) That's how grounded it is. Yeah. I agree with you on that, but I didn't think the fact that, uh, like, Michael Jordan had stopped playing basketball and was now playing baseball... That was that I thought was pure, like just part of the Michael Jordan esque of it all, mm. and I didn't actually go with that as part of the story. Okay, because I was like, I just wanted someone who was like the top athlete in their field. So, so I like what that was idea. your sorry? What was the thing that the aliens said? Why don't the aliens go for the top athlete that you are about to? Pick? It's all they do connected. go for the top yeah. athlete, but but they they go for the people around them because they feel that she's just part of a team. All right, I would like to move. Oh, okay. Like All right, okay. Let's, let's open up with some specifics here. Yeah, well, because because I, that said, I agree with Meredith because I like the idea of there's that person's not playing, and then this is both for like that's why they're not targeted by the aliens, but also why like it's like outside of the the sports to save the the tomb land, mm. uh, kind of what motivates them and to get back, not motivates them, but somehow is the driving force for them getting back into doing the sport. Awesome. Okay, do we want to say ours at the same time? I sure. think so. Okay. All right. All right. One, two, three. The Colin Rock. Kaepernick. The Rock? What? <laughs> <laughs> Would you not watch I the WWE Looney Tunes? the shit out of oh, that. That is awesome. No. Okay, all right. All right. That is That's awesome. really good. Got, okay. I mean, I still think Colin Kaepernick, but... I mean, Colin Kaepernick's great. <laughs> like, I also thought about Colin Kaepernick. This, I thought about <laughs> Colin Kaepernick as well. I, I wanted Serena Williams. Ooh. Ooh. I also thought about Serena Williams because yeah. she'd also be amazing. Serena's yeah. great. Serena's, Serena's great. great. Well, a, a part of it was my thought that, God, The Rock is a good idea. Because, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That thing where nobody's as famous as MJ for just being a, like, sport person. Correct. Anymore. Like, we might have, like, teams of sports players mm-hmm. that are about as famous as MJ right <laughs> now. Like, like maybe the U.S. women's soccer team is right. as famous that, as MJ. Hey. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's the other thing I was thinking. Yeah. Those are, like, the big... I didn't think about The Rock at all. Mm-hmm. But it's you great and I love it. Cooking. I yeah. did not smell what The Rock was cooking. <laughs> no. But I did think about Serena Williams and I did think about uh, the women's soccer team. Is yeah. that who you're... That's who I picked. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I picked Ray, Ma- Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Cool. I mean, I would watch And then the entire... The rest of the team just loses their mojo oh because they steal they steal all the stuff and they think well it's not just one person it's everyone so let's just leave that person out and take the rest of the team's power Mm. Ooh, Mm. interesting because i think all the ideas we have are great and i love it okay and it makes this episode really difficult but go for it it's tricky because like this isn't just like slotting in like who is our actor who plays blank role it's like the entire structure of the movie has to change (laughs) right based on professional wrestling or soccer or like for me, like I, 
I don't know much about other sports. The only sport I know about is tennis. And, like, <laughs> the, most, the most famous, like, athlete I can think of is Serena Williams. That's hey. a wonderful pick. Yes. I think it's really a great is. pick. It's just cool. It's, it has to change the structure of the thing, though, because tennis is an individual sport. Right. I mean, you can play right. doubles, but, like, eh. Yeah. No, so, but I think you would actually have to play doubles because she does play doubles with her sister. She does. And yeah. they're, like, one of the best doubles teams in the world. Honestly, yes. And they I would like, watch uh, four gold medals between them. And yeah. I would <laughs> absolutely watch a movie where it's Serena Williams and either Bugs Bunny or Lola Bunny as a doubles team against whomever. Yeah. Uh, I thought Lola it, Bunny. She's what the is, star, isn't she? Lola Bunny. I just... <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, maybe. Oh, no. No, just no. So my, yeah, I, uh, she's her. problematic, too, but not her at her not core. Not her. It's not... It's, it's not, the way it's she's drawn. It's the way she's drawn that way. Yeah. 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 Don't not, call her doll. She's not bad. Oh, God. It, but okay. don't call her doll. Uh, doll. Like... <laughs> Sorry, I, mine is structured more like like a martial arts like tournament movie because you have one on one matchups mm. between mm-hmm. people like because that's how tennis tournaments are right. basically yes. is you have one on one matchups and then like the and best it is a the third best. of the movie so we have time yeah so like that could <laughs> be a thing and then that but then I had to go backwards to like well then why are they in the first place like obviously the whole thing with the whole like monster what is it called monsters stars. yeah the monsters because they're all they're, stars and they're monsters they're all stars and monsters their boss runs a amusement park right yeah right and this is like a jab at Disney, right? Oh yeah. So probably. I mean, his, this, oh no. His oh, name yeah. is Swackhammer. Swackhammer. Thank you. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Just call him Danny DeVito. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> DeVito Alien. So like, I I was thinking, what is the like modern equivalent of that feeling of like, how can our brand IP be like, you know, butting up against Disney? What if? And plus, like Roger Rabbit's a better movie. So I kind of in my <laughs> brain was like, okay, maybe the Toon Land people or whatever. They're being captured or, like, the, the tune landscape is being disintegrated because it's being used to power the live-action animatronics at the oh, place, right? Oh, okay. So we're, we're turning them, like, they're fuel. And, yeah. like, if we don't solve this quickly, we're all going to die. We're not literally going to become slaves or whatever. We're, I don't know. We're going to be used to power the battery. Right. That, like... The Matrix. The, the <laughs> 2D animation itself mm-hmm. is under attack from... Let's say 3D animation. From 3D animation or like live actionization mm. of IP. Let's just, yeah. let's just, okay. just as a minor aside, yeah. there's no way the Lion King remake is a live action remake with <laughs> CGI. Yeah. Yeah. It really annoys the living <laughs> shit out of me when they're sitting there telling me it's a live action remake. And they they did not go to Africa Cinderella. and yeah. throw a bunch of lions singing. To be fair, there, there is, is I- one live action shot in the film. You actually saw it? No, I did not, but I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Twitter. Why John, would we watch that? John Favreau did a thing, because they were trying to like jerk off to how good their technology was. They snuck in a real live-action shot of Africa. It's the like the first shot in the movie, with like, the opening of like, the circle. And are they singing? When we, when we, yeah, yeah. It's so, like, when we enter Africa, it's real Africa, and okay. then immediately it's CGI. So, I don't but know. But also, people aren't liking it, right? No. No, okay. definitely. None of us saw it. Anyone who no, saw The Lion be. King, actually, as a kid... Was like, no, this is my childhood, and they've totally fucked it. <laughs> so, like, so is that what we play with? Like, in that's Space like, Jam? I don't, that's yeah, I, don't, I don't think so, take. just because I think Space Jam was such a sort of, like, cultural kind of thing, and, mm-hmm. like, the songs and everything like that. I yeah. think we're not messing with people's childhood. I think people's childhood was... more was, trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think people's yeah. childhood was like, we saw Space Jam, and okay, I went out and bought my Air Jordans, but I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> we're all fine. Yeah, yeah sure. Right? I definitely, I never owned Air Jordans. Like, okay. the, like I can never connect it to like the sneakers or any of that. I was just like, this is fun cartoons making jokes. 
I want to hear... Which I still laughed at when we rewatched this movie. I mean, they are cartoons, but you I want to hear how the structure of the story changes with professional wrestling. I do, too. Okay, yeah. so here's my thought. The reason I got there is because the reason they picked basketball is because the aliens are tiny. And they're like, what can we do that they can't do inherently? Mm-hmm. What else is something that you just need to be big for? Professional wrestling. A. And then B, like... So professional wrestling could be whatever we want it to be, right? Like uh-huh. we have we have people wrestling. It could be one on one, and then we tag team. We do double teams. Like it's it's the glow same. It up. Yeah. yeah, we glow yeah. it up. Okay, I, I don't some, think we have to. There's a legitimate it. event every year called it's a battle royale, but I can't remember what it's actually called. Something Slam, Summer Slam, uh, Celebrity Slam, but well, then no, that's um, it. Space Slam. Ooh, Space Ooh. Slam. Okay, my husband pitched that. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take credit for Space Slam. Yeah, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, okay. okay. Uh, yeah. My wrestling Plus, friends would have murdered me if I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Looney Tunes or they like, would have tagging pretended in. to, and then Looney Tunes I tagging in sounds actually, really good. Actually, yeah. sounds really good. I, I do really yeah. like. And that. I also, the this, monsters. I think, we go I think with, it's better. Yeah, yeah. and the monsters turning into like all of these famous like WWE stars. Yes. And they steal and all, their mojo, all, steal their all their mojo. All their mojo, and then you have all their sticks. All their stick. All their stick. Like fake mustaches start falling off. Yeah, it's a great bit. They can't oil up anymore. Like it's really hard. Vince McMahon like goes down the toilet. Oh no, Vince, Vince McMahon's not allowed to be in this movie. Uh, <laughs> please, no. He's a he is a legit monster, and we can't have him. Okay, not a good. monster. Yeah, no. he is not a monster. Just an <laughs> just awful monster. human being. I I love this direction. I just feel sad that I won't have any jokes I can make because I don't know anything. About <laughs> From this point on in the podcast, I'm going to be thinking about like who do we swap in to play Bill Murray? Like, oh, I'm, Bill I'm, Murray. I'm, oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm old. sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Bill Murray plays Bill Murray. What if we have someone else, but we keep the character Bill Murray? Name Bill Murray. Mr. Murray. Mr. Murray. It's Kevin Hart. Say, well, I was in the first one, and so I, I mean, the contractually, I have to be in the second can, one. Can Hannibal <laughs> Burris play Bill Murray? <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. I mean, I like that idea, especially because, like, wrestlers are basically cartoon characters already. Yeah. Right. And the biggest problem with Space Jam when you're rewatching it is, boy, Michael Jordan sure can't act. Yeah, I mean, he try. He does he, okay. I think he he's very naturalistic okay, when concerned. interacting with his fake family. Yeah. Yes. We all thought it was his real damn kids. I did. Like, mm. off mic before this, like, both of us were like, oh, I thought those were his kids. Just in real life. Because they play his kids in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and this is grounded in reality, as well, I Well, it also turns out they play his kids in real life. Whoa. I have no idea. That It's just deep. The mafia planted them there. <laughs> We're we don't inside. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, what, what does... How do we start our movie if it's The Rock's Space Jam? I mean, it needs to end with The Rock's triumphant return to wrestling. But par- part of the reason why I pitched... Uh, Colin Kaepernick is because I like the idea of using this of this person isn't doing anything anymore for a bad reason and we need to convince everyone that that's a bad reason and everything is mm. like we like also use it for social good yeah you know a theme of the podcast uh, <laughs> uh, is but, that a theme of the podcast it, it tries to be sometimes sometimes it depends on the episode. really I've been doing this all wrong <laughs> yeah is is Space Jam too Space Jam, <laughs> right? <laughs> to function that way, I agree. Yeah, but I want to use, but like, if we take that idea, because of the way a lot of wrestlers are treated, and because Vince McMahon is a legitimate monster, mm-hmm. I like the idea of The Rock uses this 
to launch his own wrestling company. Like he's the Rock, (laughs) yeah, and we just and he just has a show called The Rock Cookoff. (laughs) Every week you come on down and smell what he cooked up. Oh my god! I think you actually start the movie with The Rock in a Fast and Furious movie to go back to okay, go back to Zach's first DVD. Yeah, and and you sit there and you're like, you've got him like sliding under a truck in a car, and he's making a quip, and then it stops, and all the movie, movie magic just stops. And he gets out, or he, like his stunt double gets out, and he walks out of his trailer in a robe, and he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? He's like eating like crafty and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like not doing any of the stunts. Oh, he's he's lost his ability to, like, he, like he no longer kick his, kicks ass. Yeah. 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 He's not kicking ass anymore. And then what we can do is, because a lot of those movies are also CGI'd, we can have, like, something happens and they're, and, like, they film it, they go, they take it, they plug it into the computer, and they're adding in the digital CGI. And you can see as they're taking in that CGI, we can watch a little bit of the Looney Tune Land going gray. Crossover. Ooh. Oh, those Ooh. things are getting taken out. Like, it's being yeah. sucked out of Looney Tune Land. I had another to, thought. P- to but power the It was CGI. your pitch. He's supporting your pitch, oh, but okay. you have a different thought? No, no, no. I just, it was to... <laughs> <laughs> no, that thought you had that was mine pretty good uh, <laughs> my other thing was does it specifically have do the Looney Tunes have to lead the charge here because I kind of want the Animaniacs to be in charge oh sold because like I mean if we are gonna like just like jerk off on Warner Brothers IP like I, I think and we are and we are and like I was watching this last uh, night and for the ladies sorry uh, I would rather not say jerk off I'd rather it, say finger ourselves yeah yeah it's for the Warner Brothers IP <laughs> for the Warner Brothers like there was a moment when I watched this movie the other night where, like, Daffy Duck, like, straight up says a whole thing about them being, like, property of the Warner Brothers company. And then and he then lifts he up his, his, his own, own butt, has, like, the Warner Brothers logo on it, and he, like, kisses his own butt. And I yeah. was like, okay. Daffy Duck, voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, weird voice acting choices in this. <laughs> like, Fry from Futurama plays Bugs Bunny? Yep. I, okay, whatever. Um... So, like, maybe really, the West is really good. He's good. He's really good. good. So, maybe the people who live in the Warner Brothers Tower are the, like, main thing. I don't know. I just, I'm like, want more Animaniacs. Because, literally, the power could have been drained from the Looney Tunes. Oh, they're already dead. Like, they're already <laughs> they're gone. Already and, it's, dead. and they literally have to go to the place where people haven't gone in a while. And they so they go to a different IP. And, yeah. they, and they go to the other... Because, like, they have to go to the place where it... They didn't plug into the automatic thing. Because here's the thing about Space Jam. Yeah. When I was a kid, and certainly for me, Space Jam at the... Like, there was a lot of, like, old school Looney Tunes being played, but there wasn't really new Looney Tunes stuff being made. It was just that same old stuff over and over and over and over again. And as soon as Space Jam came out, not only did Michael Jordan go back to baseball, whatever, Michael Jordan... Basketball. Basketball. Whatever. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We're in trouble. (laughs) You guys, this movie... (laughs) but also, kind of the Looney Tunes themselves got a bit a bit of a boost because yeah. we always think of like the Disney characters, but honestly, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, those are the cartoons from my childhood. I don't necessarily like relate to Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse, Goofy, and all of that. So I also think this needs to be an, an oomph for the characters, and I think making it the Animaniacs is actually really clever. So do kids today know the Animaniacs? No. Do kids today know the Looney Tunes? Yes. I think do so they? too. Do they? I think so. I think they know Bugs Bunny and stuff like that because they go because there's Bugs Bunny's like the face of Warner Brothers. Like if you look I at a Warner Brothers logo, like they're okay. so Bugs yeah. Bunny. Then can we yeah. still have 
the face of Warner Brothers, like, they get killed by the thing or whatever. Somehow, the, when The Rock fixes everything, then all of them come back to life and help help the oh, fight yeah. at the end. So we could even have, like, what are the other Warner Brothers IP that they like to, you know, drain all the life out of? What what if, like, Harry Freakazoid? Potter's already been, like, oh, killed? Freakazoid. And Freakazoid. Freakazoid Pinky in the Brain. The t- what the if t- the animated... Or the right? Tick? Yeah. What, oh. if the, what if the animated Justice League has already been, like, life-sucked or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, like, the only people that are left are the well, Animaniacs. They, they drained the Justice League cartoon to make the Justice League movies. They're okay, yeah! Yeah. And, and that's uh, why it's so soulless. <laughs> <laughs> That would work. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm right. happy to introduce a new generation to the Animaniacs. I mean, yeah. children today, if if anything is base like basely wrong with them, it's that they don't know the Animaniacs. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Warner Brothers monsters. have their fingerprints all over it. <laughs> <laughs> what about those Warner Brothers stores? Huh? Can we bring those back? Oh, I Do you ever uh, go to those? Where you could get, where you get a, a really time. long t-shirt with like a uh, Tweety Bird on it? Like a yeah. Super- <laughs> or like a jean jacket with Tweety Bird on uh, it? I remember me, all that stuff. Give me some of that. Give yeah. me some of that. <laughs> Wait, will Universal let us do the Fast and the Furious joke? Yes. Okay. Because they'll be like, yes. Because The Rock will want to do it. Yeah, The Rock will want to do it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think if we get The Rock, he'll be like, this is what's happening. And and Universal will be like, but Rock will just do that eyebrow thing. And they'll be like, okay, whatever you say, Mr. Mr. Johnson. They'll say it's cross-promotion with Hobbs and Shaw. Sure. Totally. This is ideal remake, not like, what can we feasibly get remake? So we should get The Rock, and he should make Universal do what we want. Yeah, yeah. Come on, The Rock. All right, all right, all right. It's The Rock. rock. (laughs) I'm probably going to tweet at him after this and tell him to really do it. Please, please. Absolutely. Please do Space Slam. (laughs) Space Slam! Space Slam. Ah, I love it. Okay, so that's our premise. We're draining the power from the cartoons to power, like, the kind of the soulless CGI stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... We finally get like something like the the veneer of the animated Warner Brothers tower cracks, and all of a sudden they had been sealed inside and they are unleashed. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And they see what's going on and they crack some jokes and they're like, and then it's just crickets. No one's there laughing and they're like, well, this isn't gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> and they sing the Nations of the World song and they're yeah, like, this is so out of date. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, in retrospect. If we do this, the the end credits of the movie needs to be an updated version of the Nations of the World song. Yeah, Why don't not? remember the Nations of the World. United song. States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Tahiti, Jamaica, Peru. We believe you. That one. Like, <laughs> okay, that got one, it. What, like I do that now. Do you remember it? Yes. Good. Uh huh. You nailed so it. Yeah. Did didn't they like randomly on the Animaniacs every once in a while do a like seriously educational bit like that? Yeah. 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 I have like a bunch of those songs on my computer because they've got. Nations, they've got states, and they've got, like, senses, and they've got, like, time. Like, the, all here's all the presidents. I thought, I thought we could put Pinky in the Brain in this. Oh, yeah. I thought that the Animaniacs, like, when they did the educational stuff, was sort yeah. of like the updated version of Schoolhouse Rock. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. They, were, they don't do any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. I mean, how do you, like, learn the preamble to the Constitution without Schoolhouse Rock? I don't know. And, like, how... That's, like... <laughs> Like, I do know the preamble, but only because of the song. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and the other crazy thing is when former co-host of the podcast, Mike Bobbitt, was going and pitching uh, animated, like, he was pitching animated things, mm. and he was specifically told that animated TV shows aren't educational anymore. Weird. They're just not. Like, that's no. not what they do. They're all Adventure Time, crazy, batshit insane things because it will keep kids entertained and doesn't necessarily try to entertain, or try to educate them. Mm. What? I thought they brought Magic School Bus back. And is it still on? I mean, I'm not a child. I don't know. 
I feel like Sam this knows. Is what, this is what I turned to you. Sam for. knows. And I actually don't know the answer. <laughs> I feel like I heard some fuss about Kate McKinnon voicing Miss Frizzle and then heard nothing about the project ever again. Well, because we're adults. The I feel Magic like, School Bus Rides again. Then? 2017 to blank, but it's on Netflix. Oh. Netflix actually is pretty good about doing educational content and doing stuff for kids. Oh. Uh, but yes, this show is still on. And Miss Fiona Frizzle is voiced by Kate McKinnon. Hey. Hey. And then Professor Frizzle is Lily Tomlin. Oh. Awesome. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's like her it's in the future. college school bus. <gasps> the or it's college like her school mom. Bus. Or both. <laughs> or both. Yeah. College I think mom. it's her in the future and all the kids are dead because they've been like sucked Ooh. dry by all of the 3D animation. Possibly. And all that's <laughs> really dark. All I have to say about that is, right on the magic school bus. Oh my God. Remember when they went to like Pluto or something and the Arthur kid took off his helmet and he just straight up died? Yes. <laughs> 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 that terrified me as a Arthur child. Arthur got... I don't messed like, up like real bad on that show yeah. but I'm gonna anyway. give you all a moment while we're talking about the magic school bus what do you think is the poster tagline for this for this show for this show I will tell you you're not gonna get it and you will hate it for, you mean for the magic for the school magic bus school for the bus? magic school bus oh, oh. The, the new one the oh. poster oh I thought we were talking space because that's the I, podcast I, you're doing right now yeah, 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 yeah I know yeah. but I'm okay. looking at this right. and, I want, and I want this to be okay, set okay. out okay it's like uh, uh, the new class is in session close okay okay um, time to go to school. Yeah. Nice. Cool. It's three words long. Okay. Freeze it up. School of the world. Ooh. Also good. All of these are great and better Get than... Get some class. <clears throat> Bus a move. Oh. oh. I what? Mean, says it on the poster Wait, right I don't here. even get it. Bus a... Like, like bust, bust a, a move? move? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the kids love it. Like, we're old and unhip now. Yes, because bust a move is so current. That's the most hip. Um, didn't it come out, like, think, a year ago? It's, like, no. ironic, right? <laughs> like, you say things that are corny, but they're cool now? Maybe that's what the kids That's, do? like, my whole joke. Bust Again, move. that's what we do. <laughs> the youths. Yeah, uh, but, but yes. they'll come see... They like The Rock... Yeah, they still like wrestling. I mean, I know everyone I know except for me likes wrestling. Yeah, people. I used to love wrestling, and then all my favorite wrestlers like died or killed themselves. Yeah, I mean, I'm serious. No, because I grew up in Texas, and like all these like great Texas wrestlers, they all like died or killed themselves. And there's like the whole family that just died, and you're just going, "This is like really dark." Because I used to like like wrestling. My brother and I had wrestling magazines, and we used to watch it all the time. Yeah, it was awesome. And then everyone started dying. We're just like, "This sucks." Oh my god. Yeah, it's really dark. I went dark there. That's uh-huh. okay. okay. Um, That's all right. I like that Pop they, or they, uh, <laughs> they support the special needs community. Yeah. I like yeah. that. No, I mean, I really think, like, wrestling does some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think it's weirdly a good thing for families. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yes. So I think it's the most dominant form of live theater that still exists in this country. Amen. And I think that's, yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. It is. I mean, they fill, like... Stadiums. stadiums. They fill stadiums yeah. with like Wrestle Rama or whatever they call it now, SummerSlam. And... Yeah. And the Space Slam. Yeah, the Space, space Slam. Everybody will show I up for I the Space Slam. I think we're all on board with this idea. Yeah. Like, Plus, can, really you imagine, idea. can you imagine like the advertising crossovers with this? You could have like a Space Slam WrestleMania thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, 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 and do like holograms or something. Yeah, and like yeah. eject like the Looney Tunes or Animaniacs in there. Just like a perfect And have like Bugs Bunny as the announcer. Having having like one wrestler in there, they're just getting like 
beat the hell up by, by a Tasmanian like, invis- devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that said, when the tiny little mouse comes out and does the voice of like the basketball announcer, oh. which was actually whoever that dude's voice is, it was yeah. so great. Yeah. And we can do a version of that with getting ready to rumble and what's not. Let's get ready to rumble. Like, is that we have Marvin the Martian do yeah. it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, get ready yeah. to rumble. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we have Marvin the it. Martian say it because he's just fantastic. Well, the yeah. thing is that having Marvin Martian be the referee is such a perfect idea because he's on neither side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he is a space yes. yeah. slammer. If there's one thing I'm going to be seeing... <laughs> I can't. I can't do the Marvin Martian at all. There's no headblocks. More than I can do. Oh my yeah, god! Pretty good. <laughs> okay, so that's the premises that who yeah. we have as like weird friends that show up to help or whatnot. I guess we do need to get Bill Murray because that's important. But what were the other pitches? Because we all came prepared, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, see, I have. Well, you already pitched yours. Yours is I Bill did. Murray. I did. Well, because I have. I pulled up a bunch of, like, all-star voiceover casting, but then I kind of have the star, the friend, and the publicist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote the manager or assistant, but that's wrong. But who's the Bill Murray? Who's the friend? My Bill Murray is Rebel Wilson. <gasps> that's my uh, publicist. Oh. Oh. I thought, like, because here's the thing. I, I thought they'd be, like, kind of goofy for the publicist, and I feel like she can kind of work either way. Yeah. But that's kind of, like, the role that's perfect for her. Just, like, a weird, goofy character doing goofy things... Just at her wits' end, trying to get things right. <laughs> Just please. Please. For the love of God. For the love of God, Rock. <laughs> yeah, maybe that works better than the, like, last-minute person that shows up, like, I'm here to help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the fight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because the other thought I have is, like, who's famous the way Bill Murray is That's anymore? the thing. No one is. Yeah, like... I I watched I saw the bit where he arrives right like yeah. he arrives last minute to help out in the game so great and he just like holds his arms wide and he sings his own bit there and it's like Bill Murray's here okay how did you get here well I'm friends with the producer and so teamster just drove me yeah dropped me off like no one can do that no one can do that no one can do that. I mean, the thing with Bill Murray is he can be Bill Murray, Mm -hmm. but he can also, like, you know, submerge himself in a character. But when he does Bill Murray, he does it so well that I just don't see anyone else doing Bill Murray. And it's like, I think he's a really good part of the movie. I have to make an admission. I didn't realize Bill Murray was playing Bill Murray until I rewatched it last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what was Bill Murray's character? He's some golfer guy. He's a golfer guy. Yeah. So that I was would, a real I didn't pick up on it being Bill Murray at all when I was a kid, because no. this is the first Bill Murray movie I ever saw. But also, like, back in those days, people didn't play themselves. Now everyone plays themselves. I mean, this is a movie all about people playing themselves in yeah. such a way that I don't think has ever been done before. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of want uh, Vanderbeek to do it, but yeah, that's just because I love, you just love James Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek. I just love James Vanderbeek in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three. Yeah, uh, it's very important to me. Did and, you see him in Pose? No, I haven't seen Pose. Yet. Oh, really he's good, good in Pose. pose. Good. I mean, he's a good <laughs> Pose is such a good show. Pose is really good. You could definitely have <laughs> you could have The Rock playing golf with James Vanderbeek. <laughs> <laughs> James Vanderbeek can be the Larry Bird. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we'll just add golfers. I put, and Bill Murray playing golf. As the well. Birdbeak. Yeah. I put Kumail, but I'm happy. to... Oh, I like that. Kumail's good. I, you guys have given me enough already, no, and I think ideas. that these other suggestions are probably good ideas. Uh, my other Bill Murray thought was, as I said earlier, Hannibal Buress, but like, I don't know if he, he's not like as famous the same way. I do think it would be hilarious to see him just be like totally chill with like cartoon characters and stuff. Be like, just like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to deal with it. Pass me the, whatever they do. I was still, I feel like if he says, pass me the, 
in a Basketball. world where he's surrounded Basketball. by cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We're going to think he's going to ask her to be passed something else. Fair enough. I don't know. There's like bits in this movie where like they pull out like handguns, like Pulp Fiction style. Yeah, that was <laughs> so weird. I don't know, man. Like, this was before they censored Looney Tunes violence. So you still had that like French cat who was like like totally like macking on everyone else. That's, uh, no, I that's believe Pepper he's a skunk. skunk. He's a skunk. I believe he's yeah, a skunk. Pepper Lupin. But he goes cat after cats. He's the one who's who. Oh, that's cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does after. anyone know her name? Because I looked it up. Oh, good. I was going to ask you. No, her name is Penelope Pussycat. Aww. We all had different reactions. To that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not like the Here's the thing. Yeah, I did not like Pussycat. I mean, she was created at a time where that did not mean that. It always meant that. Probably. I don't know. He's chasing. Look, okay. Uh, but here's the thing: I would 100% put her in this movie, and then not have Pepe Le Pew in this movie. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because if anyone's gonna get me too, it's Pepe Le Pew, and so it's just like, where's Pepe Le Pew? He doesn't come around here anymore. Oh. Or they show like a little shot of Pepe in, legi- in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Big yikes! I, I I feel like if you show him in jail, it's still like, ha ha, this is silly. But it's just like, no, he, he's not allowed in here anymore. And you just say that, and then you just, like, walk away from that bit. We just not have Pepe yeah, Le Pew in this movie. Not that I don't want to put me too in this child movie. be in this movie, but I'm okay with having Penelope Pussycat in the movie. Okay. Okay. Is that, did you change the roster of characters? Like, oh, we'll swap out people for people? Is that what you did? I wanted to have a little bit more women, and, like, one of the other women is... Penelope Pussycat, because there aren't that many female Looney Tunes. No. Is the bird not a... No, bird's a no. dude. Uh, Tweety Bird's a dude? Yeah, man. Tweety Bird's a dude. dude. The, when, right. when Lola Bunny walks in, Tweety Bird's like, Wachi Chachi. That, that's, <laughs> that's a direct quote. Direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sylvester eats him. <laughs> Tweety Bird's Lola, man, is the, there the, anything more 90s than Lola Bunny's use in this movie? Like, uh, but no. I, But <sighs> she is... The best basketball player. She is the best. Ba- I she do appreciate. She is, but that is not her defining characteristic, and that's the problem. It's gross. I mean, I like <laughs> Lola wears short shorts, and she's and like all of that. But Bugs doesn't wear anything. That's true. True, so but nothing like it protrudes from him. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> well, it's all angles. Yeah. Is, is Lola Bunny the origin of crop tops? That can't be true, right? No. no. What? No. Nobody know. in the world ever had a crop top before Lola Bunny. I don't know. Ever. Fact. <laughs> I believe that. I would put a poster on my wall with you quoted saying that. Yeah, I'm yeah, comfortable yeah. with that. I, I think that needs to be my enduring legacy. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So is there a wrestling equivalent of Lola Bunny for this movie? I mean, there's a lot of Any of the women in the WWE. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole like female WWE the thing. The, 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 yeah, but like what cartoon character? The top match of WrestleMania this year was it was female wrestlers. Yeah, right. I just meant like Lola Bunny exists in the movie because she's good at basketball right. in the Looney Tunes universe. Yes, right. but also because they needed more females in the in, Looney Tunes universe. Right. Does Lola Bunny I actually mean, exist outside this movie? No. Uh, right. So they, we can make up they, a female they character. They use yeah. her in like she gets used a little bit later in other Looney Tunes stuff. Like people stuff. are like, oh yeah, Lola Bunny. Remember that? Right. The I mean, I have an answer to your question, Zach, okay. but it's a reference to Animaniacs, and it's not a good answer to you, Zach. Oh boy, what's gonna happen? Do you remember the characters of the two hippos? Yeah. The wife? She's pretty big and female. I mean, Dot's gonna be in this. Dot's like the main thing. That said, I would totally watch Dot just beat up some huge dude. Dot is just better at beating up people than anybody else. But also, we can make more of the aliens female. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like we should. Yeah, I'm happy for the matchups. Yeah, the the evil people could be women. I think that we all understand that. And then like the evil like alien boss... 
Yeah. Like the head of the Mutant yeah. Mark, he steals Vince McMahon. We are not oh. having Vince McMahon in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon and Pepe Le Pew are in a very different side movie. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We that's cannot true. have Vince McMahon in this movie. He's a legit monster. Uh, he is. Also, Stephanie McMahon and anyone with a McMahon name. All of them have to, like, just go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad people. This is, you know, but cartoon universe land. They, they just take the rock and, like, the other wrestlers we like and yeah. forget the rest of them. Yeah, we don't need yeah. the rest. Yeah. It's like, here's the thing. Like, you take a bunch of the, uh, like, the basketball stars, but you don't necessarily take their coaches or managers. You have right. a couple yeah. of them, but not all of them. This is Charles Barkley and, like, two other guys. This yeah. is a fun movie. Yeah, have fun. It's not for kids. It. Yes. It's for children. We're murdering Looney Tunes. Let's yes, have fun. Yes, we are. Yeah. Murdering them dead. Murdering them dead. <laughs> Okay. Like Arnold. That's the thing. All the Looney Tunes are dead, we've decided. So we don't need female Looney Tunes. We, uh, I just meant, like, like Animaniac-wise. And they're just... So what's your version of being a dead Looney Tune? Like, they're just uh, Lily dead in the ground? Or... Well, they're, like, gray, and they're, like... <sighs> no one can see me on the podcast, right? I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my, they're, like, dragging their bodies to well, the Animaniac my, Tower. My version of them being dead is them just doing the same joke. Over and over again. So it's just Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Just Wabbit season, Duck season. Oh, so like Wabbit uh, season, like in uh, Halloween Town. Yeah, when everybody gets turned gray and exactly. all the lights sucked out. E- exactly. Like okay, that. I, I sort of saw them like flat on the ground, like when Roadrunner gets splatted, mm. or not Roadrunner, but when Wiley anybody, Coyote anybody. gets yeah. splatted and yeah. they're just like flat on the concrete. All of a sudden, these like little like dead bodies of Looney Tunes like line the concrete around the tower. Oh, no, God. <laughs> <laughs> we just slowly zoom out on the Warner Brothers studio live. And then like, the animatics like all... burst out, but like the whole lot is just covered with like dead Looney Tunes like flattened That's on really the ground. Dark. It's really dark to have. Yeah, I know. it's our triumph. Once again, your what pitch. Is... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> your pitch. You get through that. You're arguing against. <laughs> So this is Zach's idea. Zach wants to murder the cartoons. Uh, yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> Great. I don't know. All right. So we talked about the friend. Um, so you had Rebel Wilson as the uh, the publicist. I like that. So then who do we have as the friend? Is it Bill Murray? I'm comfortable. I, no, no. The, no, friend's, the, the friend's a different one. Like the friend's in the same sport. Oh. Oh, the Larry Bird. Oh, oh Larry no, I'm Bird. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm misspeaking. Okay. I think of the friend as being the Bill Murray. And I feel like it's fun to have Bill Murray in this, but I don't think Bill Murray and The Rock will have the same... Uh, right, I, don't, I, I never saw The Friend as Bill Murray. I saw Bill Murray as Bill Murray, and then The Friend was a separate person. Oh. oh okay. Larry right. Bird is The Friend. Larry, Larry Bird is The I'm Friend. I'm perfectly happy Larry Bird being James Vanderbeek, and then we have someone else as kind of like a, the modern Bill Murray equivalent, mm. which is what I kind of pegged Rebel Wilson for. See, and I think Rebel Wilson is good at the publicist, and we have Bill Murray as the Bill Murray, so who, the modern but, Bill Murray. And so who's, who's Larry Bird? Who's Larry Bird? Hulk James Hogan. Vanderbeek. Uh, uh, so, but I, my pitch for the publicist was Issa Rae. Oh, oh. I pitched her as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I had her as well. Because I wanted someone with kind of like that manic energy, but wasn't necessarily just like, well, I'm going to be making some like clearly bad at sports jokes. Like, yeah. I, like a different kind of energy. Yeah. Because Newman is very 90s and like kind of like that kind of, <laughs> is kind of. Yeah, a 90s style humor. If you say and... anything bad about Newman, I will jump across this table. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that works as in the era that he's in, but I feel like um, the modern sensibility for that kind of comedy is kind of like that awkward... I think it should be Alana Glazer. Alana oh, Glazer? Oh, cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. I don't know Alana Glazer. Tell me from about Broad Alana. City? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Alana from Broad City. Yeah. Cool, I'm down yeah. with Or Abby, truly. Or Abby, yeah, but I like, mean, if you want crazy cartoon City. folk, Yeah, I think that could work. I'm comfortable with that. All right. 
but it's a woman. Yes. yes. We're all on the same page. That it's a woman. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That, yes. I, oh, yeah. Because men don't up. do publicity, right? <laughs> what? Huh? Lola Bobby over here. Time <laughs> in. I, all right, cool. Just, uh, you know you're being recorded. <laughs> you know what would be funny for the friend? would be like Vin Diesel. Because he and like The Rock are supposed to be like each fighting each other hate each other, hate yeah. each other. But like for the movie. But he comes, but but he comes the back and they're the actually hell? friends. Or it turns out the whole hate thing is like just this thing for publicity. Here's my pitch. Oh God. I still want it to be Vin Diesel. He shows up. You think I'm going to let you play with the Animaniacs and then I don't get to? It's in my contract. And anything you do, I also get to do. Because we're then, family. And then they sing, we're anything family. you can do, I can do better together. Yes. <laughs> All the Animaniacs help me out. Yes. Good. Diesel it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm man. I'm pretty into Vin Diesel. I would watch Just because that's vicious. I would watch this movie. I'm going yeah. This movie's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for all of it. Has to, it has to be more insane because there has to be that bit. Well, I don't know. I thought it was my favorite joke in the movie when I was watching last night where, like, the people who had their talent sucked away go to the, like, a clairvoyant Aww. who like figures out yeah. what's going on. And she's exactly and right. And she's 100% right and like they all get up like Charles Barkley is like no this is we're wasting our money this is ridiculous. Because, Let's try the acupuncture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just that like it has to be a plot shenanigans that is so ridiculous that that type of thing could work. Yes. Because it, yeah. it can't be Space Jam by just being Space Jam. It has to be as weird as Space Jam was. I 100% agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. And I also love that bit. This is fun. It, it's, I, it's I also so love the bit when Muggsy Bose is walking with the doctor and they're all short and then the tall people get hit in the head. I was watching Diane and like she kind of like looked at me because I laughed at that bit. So <laughs> it's not a smart bit as the clairvoyant one, but it's such a good dumb it's joke. Such a good dumb because joke. we're all looking down and then just like we don't even see it happen. And just like, oh, all of them at once hit the bar like Gandalf in a hobbit hole. Um, I like the bit near the end where he's like with the other guys and they're all like sad about what's going on and he's like well at least you guys are still tall <laughs> <laughs> that, no, just, just another short, short guy, short guy. <laughs> poor Muggsy Buzz. Oh, I love Muggsy I like it. He's I like funny. the fact when they're in that support group and they're just yeah. kind of like the most like AA support group going <gasps> Which is never going to play again. It's just like the most depressing thing in existence. They, Can you imagine thing. the wrestlers sort of sitting around on little chairs oh going what happens if we can't do crunches anymore? I just, <laughs> just watch them trying to climb up the rope and they just keep getting tangled up in the rope they and they like, can't figure out how to do it. They can't even get into the ring. God, that's wonderful. That, when the, <laughs> they can't hit each other with a chair anymore. You know, they're sitting there going... He doesn't know miss, how to lift the chair. Yeah, the chair like, is stuck the 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 And then they fall back <laughs> the, One of the other bits that I really liked is when Charles Barkley's kind of like walking back past a basketball game and it's just a, a bunch yeah. of like young oh, women playing God. basketball and he's like, can I play play with you and they're like yeah okay and it's because it's it's because it, it was you know, it was playing beautiful. basketball it was yeah. great yeah and then I she slaps it. the ball out of his hand and she's like you're not charles barkley <laughs> yeah, she's like you're some poser. Poser. looks like charles barkley uh, and then he talks about great. that in therapy and he's like some girl five foot something just slaps the ball <laughs> you can have it like a like a backyard wrestling session you know like one of those like yes. sort of underground wrestling sessions like oh hey can i help out and yeah they like, come back and they're like they're trying to do it and like they like miss like the bat with like the spikes on it or something like that <laughs> and they just completely like just get crunched uh, i yeah. feel like that's more dangerous than like being bad at basketball though because like we'll yeah. die but they just like crawl up onto the thing and they're like about to jump on someone and then that person just like rolls out of the way really easily and they just jump and face slam themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Their timing's yeah. all gone. Their timing's yeah. all gone. Yeah. yeah. I love it. 
like one of them it. could like all end right. up in like a hospital with like all in like like uh, like plaster or something like that. You know, like they do with the Looney Tunes. You know, they're all like just yeah. like, yeah. All, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, like fell wrong or right. something like that. <laughs> oh my god, put Mickey Work in this and like a little cameo. Something. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was seeing like Mickey Rourke, Dave Batista. Yeah. Oh, Batista's gotta come help out. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, Batista's the real Larry Bird. Yeah, Batista is more of a Larry Bird yeah. than yeah. anyone else. All right. But Vin Diesel's so funny. Vin Diesel is. Uh, He's Bill Murray. He's Bill Murray. Oh, we're taking out Bill Murray altogether. No, no, Bill Murray's in it. I see Bill Murray as being like the announcer at the end. He's like a cameo. Okay, yeah. Bill Murray okay. helps. Bill somehow. Murray has to be in the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Bill Murray is the, like, Homer Simpson in this. He's okay. the one that drives Vin Diesel to the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're like, how did you get here, Vin? And he's like, like oh, Bill Murray drove Bill me. Murray. I can't do a Vin Diesel. Bill Murray drove me. Sadly. Oh, hold on. Bill Murray. My boy, my boy Bill Murray brought me here. Cool. Superman. So then, that's kind of plot of our movie. I think we so. Kind of yeah. yeah. So that what that leaves us with is writer and director. Uh, voiceover? Don't want to do anything. I, I definitely have people for voiceover. For like the I, boss at least. Oh yeah. Okay. People that aren't I the, like do, set I didn't have anyone for the boss but please tell me who yeah, you have. What do you I put Ricky Gervais. Uh, Ooh. Interesting choice. I like really, it. Really like it. Sniveling intense like mm-hmm. taking taking advantage of Okay, Toontown yeah. folk. I, I, I test exclusively people who just do like voiceover stuff ah. because it's the Looney Tunes, and yeah. with the exception of Danny DeVito, it was mostly VO people. Yeah. And like one of the big things in movies like this is they keep for like like taking those roles away and giving them to celebrities, right? right. And the celebrities and just them doing, doing their that. voice. Yeah, can we want to keep more of them away? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. But if you're doing like Looney Tunes or, or Animaniacs, you want those voices back. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if you don't have them, it's like Transformers and people are just like, what the fuck? Totally. Right, yes. right exactly. So I know Rob Paulson. I know, I think it's Tress McNeil. Uh-huh. Who was the voice of Wacko? I don't know. You don't know the voice of Wacko off the top of your head? Oh my God. What kind of a pop culture analyst are you? <laughs> you don't know Wacko's voice off the top of your head. Yeah. Uh, Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, and... Jess Harnell. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Pinky Bring and the Brain cast also. Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson and Marissa Marsh. Yeah. Oh, we gotta have Pinky and the Brain in there. Oh, yeah. Pinky and the Brain for sure. So we'll have all the side Animaniac characters doing well, their thing. Well, because here's what we need to do. Yeah. For one of the wrestling matches, it's Brain in a giant robot. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. <laughs> Trying to take over the world. Jess Harnell, the voice of uh, Wacko, is also in uh, Rick and Morty as the, the the sleep monster guy with the knives for hands. Oh, uh, really? Nice. That's yeah. awesome. What Scary Terry. Great... Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. What a great He's in a person. bunch of random things. And I just like want... Because he's also good, but you don't hear his name as much. Yeah. I don't know. I also think he's great. But like, D. Bradley Baker is always like the crazy voices guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in terms of just random voiceover people that I liked, I just made a list. Okay. Just for to do random things. Please share. show off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so D. Bradley Baker. I have Mae Whitman because she's great. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have Dante Bosco because he's great. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Flower, <laughs> Billy West, Rob Paulson, John DiMaggio, Phil Lamar, Tress McNeil, and Maurice LaMarche. Ooh. Sexy. Because. What if John DiMaggio played the bad guy? 
What if we had... Ooh, he'd be a good bad guy. Yeah. What? I think he's only done that... Oh, he... What are his Bender voices? from Futurama. Oh, amazing. And okay, he's yeah. also the voice of uh, the do- Jake the Dog in Adventure Time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. He does a bunch of other things, too, but, like, mm-hmm. those are his big two. Yeah. yeah. But he's rarely, like, a scary bad guy, and he's got that really it's intense, good, deep voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. He'd be fun. Yeah, and I think he would be a fun version of the bad guy, because there's people who play, like, the... I just have a deep voice and I'm evil. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, Gontu from Lilo and Stitch. Sure. Bantu? Gontu? Doesn't matter. Shark guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I agree with that. That could be fun. Yeah. Oh. Wow. This is almost as sexy as Weird Al. I would like <laughs> legit watch this movie. And I probably would not legit watch the original Space <laughs> 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 That's fair. <laughs> And then I did do, like, the Bugs, Daffy, Porky, and I also did Lola, mm-hmm. just in terms of, like, because Bugs and Daffy, I kind of went with, and Porky, I did the original ones, but I pulled someone else for Lola. What was really weird for me is that the uh, woman who did the voice of Lola Bunny is also in Zootopia, but not as the rabbit, as someone else. She and has not other Judy animals? Hops? No, yeah. Judy Hopps is the chick from Once Upon a Time. What's her name? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she was a she was an ABC. She's a live action Jennifer. Jennifer with a G, Goodwin. Yeah, Jennifer with a G, Goodwin. Very nice. Yeah. With Judy Hopps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could have had Lola Bunny. And Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. But my, I guess my uh, point is, the, the woman who does the voice for Lola Bunny doesn't only have to play bunnies. She does not. Okay, no. great. But I just thought it was funny that like the two. Uh, she could have played a bunny. The two furry right. icons. Could have been voiced by the same person. I thought that would have been really funny. I'm so sorry. No, but again, you're going back to the fact that they... I said furry icons. Furry icons. Hobbs of furry icons? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't Don't look it it up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally want to do this. No, no. don't. No. No. I'll just never sleep again? No, yeah, it's you'll sleep, like, but it'll be a weird Weird dreams, weird dreams. Zootopia's a good movie. Unless it's Zootopia's your community, I don't want to kink shame. I don't want to. But, but, but not even Jenny Slate, like, sheep don't. thing. Right, yeah. Like, Jenny Slate, sheep thing, I think would be a good fu- furry icon. But yeah, like, she'd be good. I like, or, like, <laughs> but the we'll one, what's weird yeah. about the way people, I just, like, fetishize. Yeah, it's like the big fluffy tiger in that movie and Judy Hopps are the ones that they've made all the sexual uh, stuff about it. Judy, Judy Hopps, I did not know the Judy tiger. Judy Hopps is a woman who is like, I care about a career yeah. and like I'm smart and I'm driven. Yeah. And then of course like the fandom has to demean that by sexualizing Here's it. Here's the thing. I don't think it's necessarily demeaning because my understanding of the furry community and I i don't know is it's not necessarily demeaning. Really? It's just like that's the... The, the one but Look, I again I don't know but again they're taking a woman or a bunny yeah. who is of power and mm-hmm. and secure in herself yeah mm-hmm. and turning and, her like into a sex object like there's nothing wrong with being yeah they're turning into a sex object but also, like, powerful also like taking her power yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. agreed we're yeah. on the same page yeah. yeah you hear us furries this is a call to action oh, no and if you <laughs> want to <laughs> Tweet at Sam. No, please. <laughs> please tweet at Sam specifically. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was writing things down. What happened? <laughs> we fully support you. I fully really support the furry community. Yeah, I just want to understand the choices better of like who counts as an icon. Yeah. Yeah. And also, That's there all. are some legit awful human beings in this great community. Also, yeah, not that Lola... There's like awful com- people in every community. That's I know Lola Bunny also has a lot of things going for her true. and she should not be sexualized either. Like, whatever. Everyone should be sexualized. Everyone shouldn't be sexualized. Life is confusing. Life is confusing. But then we're taking away, like, people who want to do, like, fan fiction and stuff like that, and, you know, they write fan fiction about everyone. There was something I I heard specifically about the Animaniacs, and the Animaniacs was held up kind of as this ideal, because it had 
so many different varieties of women and every single one of them was confident in the type of person that they were. And it was, and not, and not a one of them was shamed for being the type of person that they were. So maybe what you're saying is that these two women have been chosen as icons in the furry community because of their power, because they're like respecting. Oh, I have no idea. I was, I moved on. I was making a separate point. I I felt like we talked about furries for too long. Um, (laughs) Fair enough. See, I don't think you can talk about furries enough. I don't think you can talk (laughs) about Space Jam. Like in its cultural space slam. Yeah, space slam. slam. I don't think you talk about like Space Jam and its cultural like like impact without at least some referencing. Way. I I, agree. I that's that was like the that's when it happened, <laughs> right? Lola Bunny, Lola Bunny might not be the birth of crop tops. She was <laughs> definitely the birth of furry stuff. Right? For, if if not like as like the point in time where it began, uh-huh. but certainly for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, huh. This is the furry awakening. <laughs> and the yes. pony thing is separate. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Pony Let's thing? not bring in my little We don't pony. want to okay. talk about the ponies. Okay. But at any rate, the bronies. Bronies. Oh, bronies. Oh, that's separate. Yeah. I don't even think they're furries. No, they're not. Okay. The bronies. Separate. Look, I'm learning I, today. I, I'm not I judging, don't. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm judging. <laughs> I'm judging a little bit. Good. So then let's talk about writer and director. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about writer. Okay, so I went with like the same person for writer and director. Okay. Because I was thinking like pop pop culture, references, all sorts of like cultural phenomenon. So I went with Josh Whedon. Oh. Josh Whedon? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. 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 We're all thinking. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. well, he also did like Toy Story. We're all deciding the yeah. next thing to say. <laughs> I. Joss Whedon has made several things that are extremely important to me in my life, and I also Did kind I? of want him to go away. No. Okay. Aww. Yes. Aww. Here's the thing. Why? I agree with Zach. I don't know. Because okay. Joss Whedon also has made a lot of incredibly important things to me. Some of them are the same as Zach. Some of them are different. But he also has made some very questionable choices that I feel like we need to stop holding him up as the supreme example of nerdery and excellence when there are other good examples of people on the rise. Like, I would just... I would rather he's, like, you know, producing and stuff and helping, like, new Drew Goddards happen yeah. okay. rather than him being in charge of things. Okay. I, I love I him. I just think yeah. this is Space Jam. It's like, we don't space need... Slam. I'm so space sorry. Slam. This is Space Slam, like... Yeah, you know? I don't you know. know I mean, the original Space Jam had, like, nine writers and, like, 12 directors or something like that. <laughs> so it's, like... The really? reason why it had nine writers is because a lot of them are credited with the creation of the various characters. Like, uh, the creation yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. creation of Daffy Duck, creation of Porky Pig. And so that's why. Okay. All right. What other writers? Creation of Michael Jordan. I literally forgot that someone had to write this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe mine's too on the nose, but I thought... Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I thought of them, mm. too. Yeah? Because they're amazing and perfect. And I knew one of you would recommend them. I was like, let me come up with another option. Okay, cool. Because I was that. like, one of the three of you will bring in Phil Lord, Chris Miller, because obviously, yes. Yeah, people who make Clone High, let them make uh, Space yeah, Jam. Yeah, Clone High, yeah. Cloud with the Chance of Meatballs, Love. Into the Spider-Verse, they get cartoons. Yeah. yeah. I think um, I pitched them last time. It's, it's, it's very possible. It's so they, easy to they, pitch them. They, they, they pitch a lot because they're very, very good. Yeah. So my, and I have separate writer-director. Okay, okay. My writer is a dude named Matthew Aldrich. Describe. Um, he is one of the writers credited for Coco. Oh. Cute. Okay. And he's also the writer on the new Netflix's Chronicles of Narnia. Oh. And the reason why I picked that is because it is people from the real, real world who are being pulled into a, a fantastical world of mystery and magic. Mm. 
And also because Coco is beautiful and magical, and I love it. It is. I mm. like Coco a lot. There are several writers on Coco, but I picked him specifically because of, of the his Chronicles of Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia. Where are the when jokes? are they chronicling Narnia? Yeah. I don't even know about this. When it's, are they it's, chronicling it's, it's Narnia? It's going to be on Netflix. It's it's in development. Okay, yeah. it's coming soon. Where to, are the jokes to a Netflix coming from? Jokes. The jokes. jokes. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, is it Zane just knows. improv? Who's going to zane all the zanes? Who's going to billy these zanes? Because I mean, Coco was beautiful. <laughs> yes. But it was one of those ones where it wasn't like necessarily funny funny. Yeah. There's right. c- there certainly were jokes in it, but you're right. It's not Looney Tunes style comedy. Yeah. Or Animaniacs. Or Animaniacs style comedy. And I agree with that. Incidentally, do you know who was uh, the guy, the like executive producer on Animaniacs? Cher, Cher. Uh, oh, I thought you meant Cher, the singer, and I was like, oh my god, she can do everything. Oh my god, she's <laughs> amazing. Do can we put Cher in this? Uh-huh. Can All Cher right. write and direct this movie? No, 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 no. <laughs> Cher is the new I Can Fly. I believe I can fly. <gasps> we yes! let Cher We let Cher sing the song. Or oh we let god. Cher write an entirely new, new song. song. Yes, yeah, we're yeah, not no, doing no, 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 no. Yeah, she's gotta it's gotta be the You doing okay? <laughs> oh, I just got excited about Cher. I rewatched Witches of Eastwick the other day and I was just like <laughs> Cher oh, is so amazing. Good. <sighs> So what was your guess for uh, uh, one of the executive producers on... Uh, I mean, I know one, but I think it might be the one you're trying Aside to say. Aside from Steven Spielberg? That's the one I'm Steven trying to say. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, because yeah, Steven Spielberg, because you're like, wait, why, what? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, Steven Spielberg. Like, you guys, I haven't mentioned this yet, but I've got two volumes of Animaniacs DVDs sitting on my shelf over <gasps> here. Let's watch them right now? Yeah. yeah. And, and there's a big, like, <laughs> produced by, or from Steven Spielberg. Amazing. And I just always yeah. find oh, that no. amusing. Guys... What? Sorry, I'm on the Wikipedia's. Oh, uh-oh. And um, a reboot of Animaniacs is supposed to come to Hulu. Awesome! What? Great, great timing. The timing is perfect. We knew this movie because the original Space Jam came out after Michael Jordan returned to basketball. Holy moly! So we got to know what wow. happened that brought the Animaniacs back, back out of retirement. Yes. Retirement. yes. Ah, wow. Space Slam! Expected space to air slam. starting slam. in 2020. Perfect time. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Time. This episode will be out before then. Thank you, Hulu. This episode Thanks. will be out Amblin this month. Entertainment and Warner Brothers Animation. B E A beautiful. Yes. They just need to bring back Freakazoid. What did you say? Was oh, you had to have a different director? Freakazoid was so good. I have a different thought. director from the writer. <laughs> Who uh, would direct this? So my director is John Favreau. No. Wow. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing: I don't like Lion King, but I do like a lot of the other things that he's done. Like, for example, I do like Jungle Book. But don't okay. want to reward him for making the Lion King. But I don't necessarily think John Favreau gets funny. Mm. Spielberg. No, He's oh. absolutely not. <laughs> no, his time has come and gone. No, I mean, I, I, I saw Ready I'm Player not, One. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, trying to go like, nope, nope, nope. But mm. Favreau, I think, has a sensibility that doesn't necessarily apply to wrestling. Oh, it's certainly yeah. not, and I agree with that. Yeah, because what was the premise for yours when you picked yeah. these? Colin Kaepernick. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so. so I was looking for heart and earnestness, and that's why I picked the two that I did. I like I that. still think Matthew Aldrich could do like a first pass, but I do yeah. think we need someone else for jokes. Punch-up person. Yeah. Like, I think we need like the joke like person. Like Megan Gans. Tell me about Megan Gans. Oh, uh, Megan Gans was a uh, staff writer on Community. And mm-hmm. uh, I think she wrote on Rick and Morty. I'm not 100% sure. I think so. Yeah. When you uh, said Megan Gans, I thought of a different Megan. Oh, okay. I thought of uh, Megan Amram. Oh, I, also Megan Amram from The Good Place. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, Emmy, and, for and, and Emmy for Megan. And, Emmy for and she's a writer on The Simpsons. That's feeling good. Yeah. Let Megan Amram make Space Jam. <laughs> oh my god. A Space Jam for Megan Amram. <laughs> <laughs> A space slam. A space, space slam. slam. A space space slam. slam. I feel like now that you've made that rhyme. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. I love Megan Amber I'm writing this. I think, I think honestly, you guys aren't going stupid enough. Oh, yeah. Like, what about, dumber. again, she writes for The Simpsons. No, no. She's stupid enough. <laughs> I'm saying all these other pitches, the reason you guys are having problems with them is you're going too highbrow. Oh. It's gotta be like, a that, dumb, So who's a dumb thing? director? Not a dumb director, but a director. <laughs> no, 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 not no, a dumb director. This is what but Meredith a... said. That's yeah. what she wants. Meredith wants just an idiot. Um, <laughs> well, so... who directed the last Fast and Furious movie? Just no. Lin? Uh, no, he's good. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the Fast and Furious movies are not that bad. Look, they had a thirty-minute runway sequence. The plane would have crashed. Fine, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to find. Someone. I'm looking up people who directed episodes of Animaniacs. And I don't recognize any of these names. Mm. But one of them directed the 1991 Beauty and the Beast. Wait, let's let Fred Savage direct it. Yes! Yes! Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Fred Savage direct it. Why? Wait, what? Because you can actually put on Savage Fred Savage. Savage Fred Savage! Oh, with Cher. With Cher! If everyone's on board, it's happening. Fred, he's he's Fred a, director. a legit director. He directs yes. all sorts of uh, comedies. Like, uh, he does sitcoms all the time and, yeah, half-hour comedies and... Uh, yeah, he's both, a really both. good comedy director. Yeah, he's real good. Yeah, cool. This well, is how you talk like about John M. Chu before he Directed made the movie of the summer. <laughs> I, I keep referencing that because I still find that amazing. <laughs> I pitched John M. Chu for one of our reboots. The as, Yeah, for the Matrix as the director and before the he shit. did Crazy Rich Asians and, um, and he was just like, why would we do that? And then... Because he had only done Step It Up, right? Step, step up. up? Step Up. Step and up. it was like up. 3D and like it wasn't original Step Up, but it was like, he did a lot of stuff. And Laser and Meredith were like, no, this is what's happening. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like two weeks later. <laughs> that is spectacular. It was Crazy Rotations came out and I was like, all right, fair enough. I sent fair him enough. so many bully texts; it was unbelievable. Oh my god! And I, I I'm a worse person. Now. I recommend. <laughs> I highly recommend. Like Fred Savage just did an episode of Dak Shepard's podcast where he just like <laughs> talks about his like journey in life, and mm. it is like I thought it was pretty inspirational. I mean, that I sounds fantastic. Him. fantastic. Yeah, and part of it was he talked about like one of the things that made him a better director early on was not thinking he was above the material. Mm. Like, when he had... Because he, he didn't start out by directing, like, episodes of Parks and Rec and stuff. Right. He started out doing, like, Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. And he was like, you had to not be... Oh, this is a dumb thing I'm making, and I think it's stupid. You had to be, all right, this is an episode of Henry Danger, and it's going to be the best goddamn episode of Henry, Henry <laughs> Danger that's ever been made. And, like, and people... This is somebody's favorite show. Mm-hmm. We have to honor that. And, like, I think he would have, like, the... I don't know, like the this, the the range of appreciation to do all the tones we're looking for. I don't know. I, love, I mean, we've all we're on board. I, I'm fully on board. I, I love, love overrides. Plus, I think he yeah. gets Animaniacs. Plus, I think he's of the right age for all that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've got a movie, you guys. Frightening. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm gonna take you through what I think is uh, my notes. Okay. <laughs> space Slam. <laughs> <laughs> a Space Jam production. <laughs> <laughs> Starring. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. No, starring Dwayne Johnson as, as, the, as rock, the Rock, yeah. who then becomes the Rock again. Yes. 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 And <laughs> with his close personal friend, friend of me, Vin Diesel. Yeah. yeah. And his Larry Bird will be played by Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> the publicist will be Alana Glazer. With a new song <laughs> from Cher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, starring the Animaniacs. Voiced by, uh, we just had that a second ago. It's up. Rob Paulson, Maurice Lamarche, 
the third. That other dude. Uh, the lady, right? Tress McNeil. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, that's right. Marissa Marsh. Uh, no, no. Because Marisa Marsh wasn't one of the three. It oh. was, uh, oops. Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, and Jess Harnell. Wow. I but, can't wait to see how this edits together in the final Yeah, episode. poorly. Marisa <laughs> Marsh uh, for Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, yes. Marisa Marsh and Rob Paulson for Pinky and the Brain. Yes. And then we had John DiMaggio being the crazy alien boss. Yeah. And then this will be original heartfelt script written by Matthew Aldridge and then major joke punch-ups from Megan Amram, who's writing a space slam. Yes. yes. And then directed by Fred Savage. Savage oh. Fred Savage. Savage, Savage Fred, Fred Savage. 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 We have to make this movie. We have yeah. to make this movie. We're, we're basically printing money. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be a whole movie, and it's going to end with The Rock making his own wrestling thing separate from the WWE, and it's going to be amazing. Ugh. Yeah. For it. Game That's change. Good. Game change. This was a good This, this was good episode time. 50. Oof. It sure Oof. was episode 50. Yeah. Sure that was a was. fun episode 50. Good. <laughs> so... We're now going to go in reverse order. Talk about the things you've got going on, Diane. I'm pitching an animated script right now with my friend oh, yeah. Sam. Hey. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Please buy it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty please. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you or follow you and what? Dipster on, what's it called? Twitter? Yes. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. That's about it. And you don't want people to follow you on Instagram? I forget how to do Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dipster spelled D-I-B-S-T-E-R? Yeah. Great. Meredith. I'm Meredith. Uh, I'm doing some stand-up around. Woo! Thank you. Uh, I'm at big underscore mare, and I hate this part of the podcast. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> where can people find out where you'll be, where you'll be doing stand-up if they found you funny in today's episode? Uh, I'll tell them. I'll tell them. <laughs> Beautiful. Great. Zach? I'm Zach Luna. You can find me on the internet stuff at, at Zachary J. Luna. Zachary with an H, J with a J, Luna with an L. <laughs> I host a podcast called Spider-Man Minute where we break down the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. We're currently doing season three, which means we're doing Spider-Man 3 right now. And it is Whoa. buck wild, folks. <laughs> wow. So you can find us at SpiderManMinute.com or on the interwebs at Spider-Man Minute. Have it's, you gotten to emo Spider-Man yet? Oh my god, you don't even know. We're, I don't. Depends when this... Airs? This will air in like three weeks. So uh, I don't think you'll have gotten to that. I don't think that. we'll have gotten to that, but we have recorded that bit. Uh, boy, howdy, is it fun. And uh, I am a guest. Don't be wild. It might happen. It might happen. I don't think you'll be at episodes 50 through 55 in three weeks. No, but it'll be coming Around up shortly. Around that time. Yeah. Because it's... It, I love being a guest on their podcast because it's super fun. And if you enjoy... Hearing me break Zach and Scott. Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> Tune in to Spider Man Minute, episodes 15 to 55. But to understand what's happening, you'll need to listen to the, all of the episodes leading up to that. Yeah, but it's all there. Doinggenre.com or SpiderManMinute.com. Just look yeah. for Spider Man Minute. Whatever. I'm done. I'm done. If you want to find out more about me, I'm at Sam Gash, S A M G A S C H, on Twitter. If you want to find out more about the podcast, it's at Ideal Remake on Twitter and Instagram, or join us on Facebook, Ideal Remake or Ideal Remake Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, the best thing you could do for me, for Zach, for Meredith, for Diane, is to tell someone about this episode and then ask Meredith where she'll be doing stand-up that week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this. 
And I have no idea how to end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Space, Space Slam! Slam!